Roxo Media House. Welcome back, Fortitutors. J.W. Wilson here with my co-host, Brenton Payne. We are off We are off site today at a very special location with a new friend of ours, the guy between us, Brenton, Doug, Doug Renfro. Renfro. He's the president of Renfro Foods, a company founded in 1940. He's got a heck of a story to tell us. He's going to show us some behind-the-scenes stuff. But welcome to the show, Doug. We appreciate the yeah, time. Yeah, thanks, Doug. Thanks. Thanks for coming out. So you, um, being a Dallas Cowboy... Uh, you're a lot smaller than we had initially expected. It happens, yeah, yeah. There's shrinkage from the Renfro Cowboys lineage. We do know him. He knows us. It's funny. Uh, Mike Renfro's mother went to high school with my uncle Bill Renfro, who was who worked here half a century, second gen. Strangely, did you like how I just threw that curveball starting out? I did like that. Yeah. So we, we probably need a relaunch at trade okay, shows. Okay, good, good. Do we okay. need to relaunch now? So, <laughs> yeah. Doug, would you tell us a little about the history of the family and the family business, Renfro Foods, please? You mean the non-football part? Non-football part exclusively. <laughs> Certainly. So uh, nineteen in the 1930s, my granddad distributed grocery items, and it's the vintage building. If you drive up to Joe T. Garcia's right now up North Main on the right, they've nicely renovated the vintage company building. I have a photo outside my office of my granddad in his company truck for that operation in the 30s. We think my grandmother took the photo because it's shadow. We're pretty sure we had no corporate photographer back then. <laughs> and then in 1940, he had the courage, you know, being a true entrepreneur, he had the courage to quit his job, and for the next 12 years out of their house, they distributed grocery items. They would take flavored vinegar, garlic, cloves, and things to grocery stores. Right. And that is the early part. In 52, they started making syrup in the building that we're standing in right now. We now have two city blocks, but this core building was just one small part of the of the neighborhood. There was a church and a bar and houses and things. And our little factory, which was built in the 20s to make ice cream cones, just you're welcome. Right. That was free. Um, so <laughs> they started making syrup. I always tell people there were no maple trees harmed in the process. And they had about 85% of the DFW cafe business. My children don't even know what a cafe is. And that was not sexy for my dad who went to TCU along with Bill. We think it was free because they didn't have any money. They lived at home, worked for free. And my dad would have to do things like clean out a 60-gallon syrup kettle. They couldn't afford a hot water heater. So we'd do it with cold water. And then go to TCU to class with his wet T-shirt. So he is quite popular there. What Your dad is, being Jack Jack Renfro, correct? Yeah, thanks for delineating. It's my dad's Jack, <laughs> Becky, and James Renfro, who run the company. Becky Renfro Borbola and James Renfro run the company with me. Their dad, Bill, was an older brother, and they were second gen. We have an aunt Linda who worked here in college and then taught public school for thirty years or so, and she also is an owner of the company. How big is the Cowboys question, Britain? No, it's a syrup question. How big are the, like the is the vat or whatever the pot is in the fifties? Yeah, yeah. I'd said sixty gallons, and you can't prove otherwise. And is is it just a painstaking task to clean it w- with cold water? He indicated it was very. Uh, what's the opposite of fun? Very un- not fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that uh, and that was what they did for quite a while. Then in the late 50s, early 60s, they started making a southern relish called Chow Chow. And when Becky and James and I were children, that's all we made. And now we make it four hours a month, if that tells you how things have changed over time. What's a southern relish? Chow Chow. No, what, what is it? It is based on cabbage, bell pepper, onion, pickling spices. So my, my poor dad, who ran production... His car just reeked of uh, pickling spices. Basically, all of his clothing in the car. You know, we'd go, we'd go in the other car to church and PTA and things because yeah. his was. JW smelled like that on the way over today. I can make that happen. We still have some chow chow. This is some chow chow right here. There you go. 
This is what we're going to put in Britain's hamburger today. Ghost pepper salsa. Watch out, Britain, you're in trouble. Doug, how many products does Renfro Foods currently make? We currently have 30 Renfro items. Are they all salsas? Are we talking jellies? Are we talking chow chow? What all types of things do you guys make? We make salsas, relishes, barbecue sauce, cheese sauce, and we have jalapeno peppers, sweet, hot, and regular. The bulk of what we sell is indeed salsa, and our our forte has been flavor development. So the last 30 years, we've come out with habanero, black bean, tequila, craft beer salsa, chipotle corn, and other people were doing those sorts of things, but at like the Williams-Sonoma $12 housewarming gift level, and we want to be at the everyday in my grocery cart level. What's the difference between salsa and picante? They're spelled differently. That's it. Uh, yeah, I had to answer that question. When I came back, we still called them picante sauces, and we have mild, medium, and hot picante. Picante is simply Spanish for spicy, and as people began to know more Spanish, they realized how stupid it was to say mild spicy, medium spicy, hot spicy. So we changed the names from picante sauce to picante salsa and then to salsa. And our green taco sauce, we changed to green salsa because you don't always want to have a taco. Okay. So what's your family making this while they were doing the syrup, like at home, just for a home meal type of deal? No, but that's a really romantic backstory. We make... I just envisioned Yeah, I like that a lot. Don't Uh, distribute these groceries. We're going to make a quick salsa here for ourselves. Now, you know, uh, it's better to be lucky than smart. And sometimes things come along and you've got to be smart enough to take advantage of it. And there was a guy making taco sauce who got in over his head and my dad... And my uncle went over there and said, you know, this might be, it would fit nicely with our operation. And Chow Chow has the velocity of a snail, so that you've not a lot of money around when you just make a little southern relish. And with taco sauce, it wasn't a lot more. When we went into salsa, everyday salsa, that's when the velocity really took off. Because you go to a football game and have a hosting party at your house, any kind of party, you'll eat the whole jar usually. Mm -hmm. What is the most popular uh, product that you guys make currently? The number one item is habanero, which is extra hot. That was one of the first two items I got to create after they put me in charge of R&D in my spare time as a finance weenie with all my training. And uh, at the time when we came out with it, we actually had comments internally that it wouldn't sell much because it's crazy hot, which now, of course, you go to Chili's in London and you can find right. uh, habanero, chipotle, whatever. But... People really got into it. The American palate has gotten so much more heat tolerant over time. We had a shipping clerk who started eating like a tablespoon of the habanero salsa a week. And by the time he retired 10 years later, he was eating a bottle a week. Really? So what do you think that the cause of that was? Like, So the heat deal is fairly new in the American cuisine, but has it been in other cultures? Or what's going on with the U.S. eating hotter stuff? You know, food gets boring sometimes. And as we have more income and more free time, we're able to experiment more from a culinary perspective. And spice is stimulating to your body. It releases endorphins. You get like a little runner's high, but you develop a tolerance. And so you can go hotter and hotter. For whatever reason, the 50s and 60s, you know, a a boiled potato and roast beef seemed to be sufficient. But Mm -hmm. now it's not. Well, uh, Doug, we appreciate you giving us a little background. You've, You've agreed to give us a little tour of the facility. Maybe Brent can try some habanero salsa, maybe on the side. We, we definitely need some footage of that if that's okay. But uh, we, we appreciate you uh, giving us some insight. Uh, 82 years, I think, if my math's correct, 1940. Is that, check my math, Brenton. Oh, yeah. 82-year-old think, company. That's yeah. incredible. You guys have been around, and you guys are known, a known entity. Your family's very involved in the community. You do a lot of things, especially for TCU. You're wearing the purple of TCU today. 
but you guys have been around, done this for a long time with hard work and sweat, and it's 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 quite an accomplishment you guys have had with the family. So thank you for the the time, and we look forward to a little tour inside. Real real quick though, Doug, what is the spiciest thing on this question, rack? Was it? <laughs> I got to find out what the spiciest thing in this office would be. The spiciest thing, yeah. which you're going to taste soon, I believe, is the Carolina Reaper salsa, and that is what what type? A uh, friend of ours, Ed Curry, created that. He got the Guinness Book of World Record accreditation at the time as the hottest pepper in the world. And he has a contest. He was on Netflix with half an hour of his contest of making people pass out. They have five-gallon buckets beside them. I'll let you guess why in terms of eating that. So we'll get you a little small bucket. All right, Brendan, you ready to try some habanero salsa? Yes, son, sorry to interrupt on the closeout. Thank you very much for having All us. All right, Doug, let's yeah. go, see the, go see the facility. Doug Renfro, president of Renfro Foods, in front of the Walsa in the warehouse. Fresh salsa for that employee. Who knows? We found the real secret sauce here. <laughs> this is a red, crust, uh, crust, uh, red pepper. Do you know when you have pizza? Yeah. Well, we buy like 10,000 pounds of it. Oh, wow. If you want to put your nose down there real close to it, do it. <laughs> You'll be sneezing for hours. Oh, my God. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Nah. Yeah, I would come after classes and do this for like seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're welcome. Wait, I'm feeling it in the lungs. <laughs> Here with Doug Renfro of Renfro Foods and Mr. S- Mr. Allergies in the spice room. <laughs> no, I'm Bless seriously you. coughing. That's from breathing that. This place smells wonderful, but you got to be careful. Street value of a bag like this, Doug? Uh, Two million. Yeah. All right. Thank you. <laughs> How you feeling? I got no sneeze coming. I'll tell you here in a second. I feel a sneeze that I can't stop. Got a little pepper up there. Okay, I'm good for a second. We wanted to thank Doug Renfro, President of Renfro Foods, for giving us a tour of this wonderful facility. Thanks for being such a steward of the, the city of Fort Worth. We appreciate you. It was an amazing opportunity to see what goes on behind the scenes. I still feel it up here in my, in my, mm-hmm. in my nasal cavity. But uh, thank you again. Yeah, and, thank you, Doug. Yep. So we already always end the show in the studio mm-hmm. with asking somebody familial aside and this is beautiful family facility you guys have built this great business on it what's the best day of your life 
That is a hard one. I mean, from a brand perspective, I think the day that we were on the cover of a trade magazine with Coca-Cola is an example of brand uh, flavor development and innovation. Our peach salsa and Coke with lime were featured bright centered on the magazine that went internationally. The, the thing, to think that our little family business was compared to Coca-Cola for flavor innovation was huge. Yeah. Would you eat the two together and like drink it, wash it down? Have you had our Diet Coke salsa? Uh, no, I haven't. It's delicious. Okay. Mr. Renfro is going to give us a couple samples to take home. I know Habanero is on Britain's list, so... Oh, that's right. Yeah. We oh, no. I, you don't... Okay. You is, don't this the, um, is this the intestinal tract after it's eating yours. this? Yeah. 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 Okay. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Doug Renfro. For thank watching. you. We appreciate your time. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks, too. Doug. Appreciate you guys. Okay. Thanks. Roxo Media House.